0: Welcome to the 193rd episode of Social Suplexes podcast about AEW with a proclivity for positivity. Welcome to all things elite. My name is Austin Sumwitz. I am the host of this lovely show. Joining with me, as always, is my good buddy and friend, Floyd Johnson Jr., who I will be seeing in just a couple days' time in Las Vegas for Double or Nothing weekend. It's the go-home week. We're almost there to being in Vegas. My man, how is you doing?
1: Dude, let me tell you, this might be, every night before I leave is the longest night of my life. Yep. So, um, I'm very excited about tomorrow. I am mostly excited about White Castle, but I am excited, <laughs> but now I'm just kidding. I am really, like, I, I always tell people, for me, AEW and going to shows is like a homecoming That happens every few months, because a lot of these, a lot of friends you, you Sydney definitely uh, included, are y'all like y'all become like you know extended family for me, right? But we really only see each other in wrestling shows. That's the only time, right? Or wrestling events in cities. So that's the only time we see each other. So it's like yeah. So I go in and I get to see y'all and I get to see the people, all the people who work for AEW. I get to see all the people to travel in uh, from Detroit and all these places. And it just, it just like, it feels like I'm coming home, you know, like, just like, Oh, what you been up to? You catch up because you you really, you know, you know, you talk, but you don't talk talk until you like see someone. So very excited for the weekend. I'm very excited. Uh, And it's almost become my gimmick at this point that I'm going to White Castle uh, yeah. it's hilarious to people that that's the thing that I talk about most when going to Vegas but uh, let's be real I'm not a big drinker I will drink not a drinker I mm-hmm. I will gamble not a gambler right you know and so those are like those are the things to do in Vegas other than go to shows and it's like well I go to shows but I'm not a big drinker and gambler so what do I do I you know I, I go to White Castle because that's something that they have there that they don't have at my house, but I am looking forward to everything. I have never done a Las Vegas buffet, so I'm going to do a Las Vegas breakfast buffet, brunch buffet on Ooh. on Sunday for uh, j- j- just to knock that off the whole list. And I'm looking forward to all the wrestlers doing the meet and greets. It's like, man, yeah, I, 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 I people like, well, you, you like FTR. You've met them like a hundred times. I'm like, dude, it's different every time.
0: Well, and here's the thing that's going to be different about it: your boy's going to join in for the picture because we got to get the podcast to meet FTR, considering we like how much we talk about them.
1: Yes, and that's what I'm like. I'm just like, hey, Cash, hey Dax, you know, get our picture, and they be like, you know, it's a good time, and it's like, yeah, it's like I get to see them again, you know, for, for you know every few months or whatever, it's like check in, you know, and it's uh. No, we're a good time. I get to uh, add some pictures. Uh, I've met Jamie Hader several times, but you know, I get to meet her with the tag uh, with the title this time. Ru- exactly, Ru- uh, Ruby get to get. I think this is like Ruby's first AEW figure. I get to get signed. Yeah. Uh it looks like the shop AEW figure is going to be Jade, and then you know, I'll, I I have my Jade figure to get signed too. So it's going to be a really Really good time. I'm looking forward to it all. And then there's a show that's going to happen. You know, it's Double or Nothing. This will be, this is 2019, 2021, 2022, 2023. This is the fifth Double or Nothing. This is the fourth one they allowed people in. And I've been to all four of those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 2020 was stolen from us. Yeah. (laughs) No, no. It's like, it's funny. It's funny. Like, Cody first TNT champion you know I was there for him to lose the world title and I was like oh well they can make this TNT title he's probably going to be that champion I don't think I was ever there for any of his wins yeah that's true I saw him lose it never (laughs) saw him win it I think I've seen him I think I saw him lose it twice (laughs) and never saw him win it that's all uh, so that's interesting but this will be FTR's first title defense on a pay-per-view? I mean, well... Yeah. And, well especially
0: considering what happened last yeah. year's Double or Nothing, where they weren't even on the damn card. It'll be yeah. just fucking... Yeah. Thank God they're actually wrestling this time.
1: In almost three years, because their last title defense uh, was Revolution 2020, when they lost the titles to the Young Bucks, Right. Oh, no, full, it was uh, Full Gear, I said. Full right. Gear, yes. Yeah, Full Gear it was the last pay-per-view of the year. It was Full Gear 2020 when they lost the pay-per-view. So it's like, oh, they, they get to actually... Maybe they can get a title defense on the pay-per-view. Maybe they can do we'll that. See. But, but we'll see. I'd like to see that. But yes, uh, no, I'm really excited about seeing you and Sid. I always am happy to see both of you. And yeah. unfortunately... There's this big event coming up next month that I'm probably not going to be able to make it to. We'll talk about it in a minute. Yep. Mm-hmm. That uh, it, and that sucks. But every every time this year, I don't know how I do it this year, and I I'm literally going to have to set a calendar and a, like a big warning sign not to plan anything. I always yep. overextend myself during the summer. Like I'm literally like right now, <laughs> I'm planning like five or six trips, all. Th- <laughs> Within the next three months. Like, so I have this trip this weekend, which will be great. Then, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to Dallas for the fan expo for my birthday weekend, right? Right. That's 10th and 11th. Literally, for what it was like, whatever June 17th is. Not June 17th, June 21st. So, like, 10 days later, I'm in Chicago uh, for Tyler's birthday and Dynamite. Because that was the one that we originally thought Punk was going to be at. So I bought a ticket to that one. So we're just going to, it's Tyler's birthday. So we're going to go ahead and do that one, right? And then a a couple weeks from then, I have the Superhero Comic Con in San Antonio that I was telling you about, right? So that's July 7th. And then I got London. Uh, London is the extended one. It's like I have a few months. But uh, yeah, I got London late August. So it's like. Mm Uh, so people are like, why aren't you going? I'm like, I've completely overextended myself. (laughs) Like I have too many, I have too many irons in the fire and I do it every year. It's completely on me. It's a great first world problem to have. Don't get me wrong. I am. I'm not bitching. Uh, I, I am very happy it's a good problem to have but yeah every year I stress myself out for two months because I'm like how am I going to do all this shit that I have planned and have right. said yes to and then it, it ends up working out and that's what I'm planning on this year but we'll see yeah we will see um, but
0: we are going to get into everything uh, leading into double or nothing as well as give our predictions for the pay-per-view Um, And we're going to be pretty quickly, I will say, on the Dynamite stuff because there wasn't a ton, but there were some very big key moments we do want to talk about uh, specifically. But before we get into everything, make sure you guys are downloading this fine show on Google or Apple Podcasts. And if you listen to us on Spotify or wherever you choose to listen to us, please give us a share with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you wish. You can leave a rating and a review. It really does help uh, the podcast out. And you can also follow us on social media. We are at AT Elite on, on Twitter. You can also follow at Social Suplex, who are the guys that make this show possible. And you can check out all the other shows they have on their network. You will not be disappointed. I am at Austin Sumowitz, S-Z-U-M-O-W-I-C-Z. Floyd is at Floyd Johnson Jr. on Twitter. And uh, there was a couple big things that we want to talk about. We'll get this one out of the way quickly because um, we're going to gush a little bit about the next one. But we finally have a release date for AEW Fight Forever. It It has taken so, so long. And we've all been patiently waiting, and we've seen the trailers, and we've seen like the snippets that they've allowed us to see. But we have a release date. It was rumored to be a little bit earlier when, than what we ended up getting, but we have a release date. So June 29th, 2023, AEW Fight Forever will be out on all of the major consoles, including Nintendo Switch, which I think is a pretty pretty big one as well. Uh, hopefully it runs better than the, than the WWE 2K games because we've known how much of a disaster those have been. But uh, we've seen a lot of gameplay footage, including the inter- intergender wrestling, which is awesome. Honestly, the fact that that's in a, in a wrestling game I think is really fucking cool. Um, and also, my boy's still in the game. They didn't pull him. Cool. Woo. But <laughs> it's, it's honestly got me super hyped looking at it. Seeing the old uh, meters from w- from WWF No Mercy that they, that they brought back, they're really going old school with this. Um, I'm hoping it lives up to the hype. Um, obviously, I didn't grow up with those games because I was a baby, but um, for the people that did grow up with those games, I will hope that they get exactly what they were promised, which was WWF No Mercy with an AEW roster and updated graphics. Um, I'm excited. I, it looks like it's going to be a blast. I'm preparing to get my pre-order uh, very, very shortly. But AW Fight Forever is coming out. I'm gassed.
1: I'm super excited about it. Um, Floyd, the man who only plays Madden,
0: what are your thoughts?
1: Oh, well, I didn't buy 2K this year because I said the next wrestling game I was playing was Fight Forever. I didn't know when it was coming out. But I had made it clear that was the next game I was gonna play. So we actually have a date. It's actually in my birth month. I am not a birth month person, you know, like, whoa, this is my birthday all month. Yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not that I'm not that person. I really ain't. But it's kinda cool that it is coming out in June. Uh I am looking forward to first match, my first match, CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. Yep. CM Punk giving about five or six DTSs to Kenny Omega and like pinning him with the foot. Yeah. That's probably what's going to happen. Um, yeah. You know, you know, like what would happen in real life? Um, now I'm looking forward to that. FTR is not on the original uh, box. So that does suck. So I have to wait. I apparently going to have to wait a minute to do FTR versus the young bucks. Uh, but yeah. And then I get Cody, I get Cody and he will become the AEW world champion. Now, I did say this, and I mean this. I am a, all about details in video games. It would be hilarious in a video game if that's the one thing you can't do, is Cody can't win the yeah. world title. <laughs> oh, it'd be hysterical. It'd be, <laughs> be like, hysterical. Cody can't. Cody, No, that's against the rules. Cody can't be the world he'd champion. He can't, he can't. He's literally the only person in company history that is barred from being the <laughs> AEW world champion. So that's that's a, that's literally a stipulation that they've only done one other time, but that t- the other time the other team won it. So uh, no, it's that I find that hilarious. Looking forward to all the women's matches that I can do. Just destroy people. with Jay Cargill gets her get her to twelve hundred and 0, which is the ultimate goal. Um, Jay Cargill goes her whole wrestling career without losing. That's the goal no uh no uh I'm looking forward to it i I'm stoked uh you know, I was definitely on the it's been too too f long period of thing I was like a few months ago, but now that it's coming out, it's like I don't get excited about video games as much i don't i don't i uh madden it's clockwork it's like damn it, the mo day is res- day you can reserve madden I reserve madden, you know, and uh, I plan on playing Harry Potter this summer, but you know, I, I'm literally like, what, what, June 29th, I believe is, what, a Friday? So, I believe so, yeah. Oh, no, no, Thursday. So uh, if they uh, do like a pre-order where you can get it Tuesday, I'll get that. But whenever I know I'm going to have it in, I am literally taking that next day off and just going to play it all day. Like I'm going old school. I'm going early 20s. You know, back in the early 2000s. I know you don't remember it, but that's what I used to do. Especially right after I graduated uh, uh, graduated high school, when Madden would come out, I would like, and I was working, I would take Madden day off and the next two days because I really needed to get it out of my system before I could go back to work. (laughs) Yeah. So. Uh
0: huh. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna be excited when that comes out. Honestly. So. Uh, I expect that we will, because uh, you're going to get it on PlayStation. I, 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 the one thing I wish they would do, I know they probably won't, but it's the thing I want more video games to do is cross-play, where so, like Xbox can play with, P- with PlayStation. I want that to become a pretty worldwide thing eventually in gaming um, in, the, in the coming months and stuff like that. I know some games have done it, um, so I hopefully that'll be the case, uh, so that way I can kick your ass. Because yeah. um, I do not have a PS5, nor will I get one probably in the near future yeah but you but should of course.
1: you should have a ps5 because it's just the superior gaming system but right, we're gonna quit <laughs> and how no i'm not i'm uh, not starting trying to start a south park battle on here exactly uh, yeah no, we don't need to do that yeah, episode dude, a video game system is a video game, a video is, game yeah. system i just prefer ps i always say I, I just prefer the sony controller that's why i stick with sony um but uh no, I'm I'm like I'm looking forward to playing as many people possible, playing all the story modes. Uh, WWF No Mercy when asked is my favorite game ever. It is not even kidding. Uh, my friend Jason, that's the last game wrestling game he played regularly. He he loved that game. He would come over and we would play. And right now, right now he's up in our little home federation. He's the world champion, and from 20 years ago. So we gotta run it back we gotta go i gotta get my revenge mm hmm old, yeah, no, old intense intense c a needs to get his revenge that's All right. that's my wrestler character's name what is oh, your I see. what is your wrestling character's name mr austin some of it? i was
0: never really honestly the the creator wrestler thing was something i never really uh did a bunch um but if my creator wrestler was something um i think i always um wanted to just I just took my name and it would just be like um what was it like like something stupid like Austin 2 plus 2 Austin 2 plus 2 instead mm. of uh, 316
1: Ah something really really stupid Oh yes mine uh was Intense Chris Anderson that, and that was going to You be... took that you took that real serious Well when I was growing up I wanted you know you know before I realized how unathletic I actually am I wanted to be a wrestler. I, I had dreams of being a wrestler before I realized I was super slow. But, uh, and yeah, that was going to be my name. It's, of course, if you know me, my favorite wrestler ever, is Zarn Anderson. Uh, and, and my other favorite wrestler is the one that should not be named. So it's a combination of their two names.
0: Chris, right, Chris right.
1: Anderson and Intense was, yeah. was based on football uh, and sports because whenever somebody was like a really aggressive player guess what they would say they had intensity yeah and they were they were a very intense person blah 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 so that's where it came and it was stylized with the capital n no i of course tense and that was going to be my name and i was like dude i'm going to be the wor- you know one day i'm going to main event wrestlemania and then you know again I realized i i was the unathletic african-american out there you know damn it my brother <laughs> it's, it's so it's so it's so funny because I, I i'm going we're gonna move on really quickly but yeah. my brother is really short but he's super athletic right right i'm tall but not athletic at all so if there was some kind of weird combination of us there you go yeah, <laughs> it might have we might have made it but no i am like yeah i had two left feet like my whole existence so Uh, But, yeah, let's uh, talk about some wrestling.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, mean, the the other other announcement.
1: The first two. This is the first time we've had two uh, big news of the week. I didn't know which one to pick. And Well, that's the thing. So the Fight Forever was
0: huge, the fact that we finally have a release date. But also, we now know, because last week, AEW Collision on Saturday nights was announced on TNT. They listed a whole bunch of shows that they were going to be doing multiple ones in Canada and gave a whole list of some shows that they have already listed and putting tickets on sale, except for the first episode. They did not say when that, what that was. And they said, we will reveal that next week. And we now know, fuck your contingency plan. It's not going to be in Jacksonville. It's at the United center. It's finally going to happen after months and months bullshit and tiresome drama and just waiting and just wondering, is he coming back? Are they letting him go? Just make the decision already. United Center for a brand new TV show. Who's going to help sell that show? Oh, I know.
1: C.M. Punk. So, I... We are the proclivity for positivity. I like to keep everything highbrow. We're smiley people. Me and Austin, we love, we love, and we want to be friends, get pictures with everybody. Yay! (laughs) Right now, for a few minutes, and you can speed together about 15 minutes if you want to, Floyd and Austin are about to choose violence. Yep. Uh, I I, I don't say this much. You know, I I do like being right. But our first show after... A- after this uh after uh all out brawl out I listened to other podcasts I listened to. you know all my other podcasts, all the different areas, and they were like, man, I don't see how they bring cm punk back uh they're they're working on a buyout I don't know he's cancer, he's not coming back, but there was one person in all. Of podcasting that I know of, and you might know of another person. I can't say I listen to every podcast, but there was a one person that said that CM Punk was a hundred percent coming back to AEW. There was never a doubt in my mind he was leaving the AEW. And that was me, right, Austin? Oh yeah. Did I ever? Did I ever back down on that thought process? You did not. I have watched wrestling for too long. And if you look at Brawl Out in the entirety of the crazy shit that has happened in professional wrestling, it doesn't even rank in the top 10. And in all those cases, those people had to go back and work. So, no, I never thought TM Punk was going anywhere. He is a draw. He is the draw. He is the biggest draw in AEW. And you don't get rid of the biggest draw in AEW. You know who else is a studier and lover of professional wrestling? The person that probably knows 10 times as much as me. His name is Tony Khan. The shit happens in wrestling. You're Now everyone's ever going to get along. Fights happen. Fights happen in locker rooms, in baseball locker rooms, football locker rooms. They happen everywhere. And you know what? The team has to get together and keep going. CM Punk is coming back to AEW because CM Punk is a difference maker. People mm-hmm. want to see him, people love him. Austin loves him. I love him. We, we 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 literally bought tickets to a Dynamite on June 21st because we thought he was going to be there, right? That was the goal. Yes. That was the goal is that he was going to be there. And we're we're going to talk about this in a second, but I just wanted to tell every one of you I told you so. You can go listen to the song if you want to. But I, Floyd Johnson, the proclivity for positivity person on this show that loves this show, Mr. Uh, Mr. FTR Express on Twitter, if you're looking for the profile name, told you, and I was a hundred percent right. Hundred percent right. Yeah. So I just want to throw that out there. Your thoughts on this whole situation, Mr. Austin?
0: Yeah, honestly, at this point in time, because um, I'm, I'm about to be at that same level as you, I promise you. When I hear that static and I hear cult of personality and he walks out, I'm going to be the most toxic version of myself. Because all these times, I've heard people constantly, for months. We don't want him back. He is cancer. Do not bring him back. Leave him to the streets. I heard all of that. And now. United Center is selling like hotcakes. Yet again. Hasn't even been officially announced that Punk's going to be there. But we know. But we know. Just like Clockwork. Just like Clockwork what happened. Back August 20th, 2021. Just like clockwork. It's happening again. And right now, I'm just like, I'm at ease right now. I'm just like, okay. I'm, I'm going to be able to watch my favorite wrestler on television again. I'm going to be able to enjoy that. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be back and get to see the man that gave me the best year of wrestling that I have had as a fan. Like, ever. And I don't have to fucking say anything to anybody or like prove anything. I'm tired of the having to defend myself with me being a CM Punk fan, getting weird looks and being like, how can you still like him nowadays? I fuck it. It's going to be done because I can watch him on TV. Other people can be upset, but I am going to be just so happy and just be a fan because I can finally See this man on television again. I enjoy CM Punk. His Instagram stories of him like like slightly commentating hockey, amusing. I want to see him wrestle. While I still can. And now I'm going to be able to. He will help lead AEW to have Collision get off the ground. This will build. And then me and Floyd will get what we want. We want CMFTR versus The Elite it's that simple we've said it constantly it's what we want it's the best possible outcome for this entire situation is to have that match and make bank off of it so yeah i am like right now i'm calm i'm i'm chill but when that music hits y'all got to just like duck for cover because it's going to be relentless for me absolutely relentless and floyd actually made a comment to me that honestly like that when you when you messaged me this comment that this take that you were that you have which i support i was just glad that you were the one that that came out to say it because i like if i say it people would be like shut the hell up but we got mr floyd saying
1: it. floyd what was your take that you said to me So, these tickets to this United Center went on sale, you know, for this the return of this non-draw, right? Uh, I want to tell you, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to make this point for you. CM Punk has sold more tickets to a TV show than the Elite could to a pay-per-view. Listen, listen. Pay-per-view, double or nothing. Everybody knew that it was leading to anarchy in the arena. Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Hangman draws the elite. Versus the Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, Wheel of Claudio. Ooh, oh, God, this is this is this is probably the best team matchup AEW can have then today they announce a show I mean, I mean they, they say hey these tickets on Wednesday they say this tickets gonna sell Friday morning totally we went on sale Thursday morning to a show in United Center and I'm looking at the I'm looking at the uh, the poster I don't I don't see Kenny Omega I don't see Hangman I don't see uh, I don't see Tom Oxley I don't see the Young Bucks none of them are on this poster correct Am I am I looking at the right poster? You're looking at the right one. And without a match announced, just on the idea that this non draw, Phil Brooks is going to be there, they have sold more tickets than Double or Nothing. Yeah, CM Punk is the draw in AEW. He's one. Everybody else is a draw. Believe me. All in there. All in there. All the places they've sold out. Great. I got it. But right now, 2023, you're looking at there's only five pay-per-views in AEW this year. I think that, I mean, the pay-per-view in AEW is a special thing. Right? There's five. Look at Double Nothing. Full card. Anarchy in arena. Young Bucks and Kenny Omega featured in a big match. Versus CM Punk, whose tickets went on sale at roughly 10 a.m. today, already has outsold double or nothing. That's not speculation. I'm looking at the map. I'm looking at the map. There's like no lower-level seats. This United Center's bigger. Oh, I don't know if it's bigger than T-Mobile, but I think it's stacked out for more tickets than T-Mobile. And the tickets very quick. and guess what goes on sale tomorrow? The show. It hasn't, this is the pre-sale. And they're they're going to sell more if if it's close. Nah, they've all outsold. They're gonna outsell double nothing easily. And you're gonna say, who's the draw? Punk is the draw. CM Punk is the draw. FTR, who's on the poster, is the draw. United Center has 3,500
0: extra seats than T-Mobile. Who That's yeah. about 20,000 capacity.
1: Yeah. So let's go. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Let's have the conversation. Again, I told you I'm choosing violence. Because mm-hmm. all these people have said, oh, the elite, the elite. This, it's called, oh, the elite wrestling. Yeah. But TK wanted punk first. When he was making his list of who he wanted to start the company on, guess who was at the top of the list? Mr. Phil Brooks. Mm Mm-hmm. The Draw. Jericho, amazing. uh, The Elite, amazing. And they did it. They set the table. They set the table. Believe me, I was there. I was at all the shows. They set the table. But you need to level up. They have reached a level. And it needs to go to the next level. CM Punk was starting to get them there. But I i had my biggest problem with the first run for CM Punk was this. I love CM Punk. I loved his run. But he was a white meat, good guy, baby face, right? Exactly. Yes. That's not CM Punk. No. That's the thing.
0: No. And again, yeah. that's the thing. I i enjoyed yeah. the victory lap. I did. But yeah. Honest to God. That was the thing. It was a victory lap for me. Because I, in my mind, I was like, I'm enjoying babyface CM Punk. I am. I knew some people were getting tired of it and all that kind of stuff, but I was enjoying it. But also, I knew that you give this man time, he will become the most toxic, vicious heel you have ever seen. MJF will look like a childhood bully compared to CM Punk when he turns heel. And that's what he has to be. Because, wow, yes, people are excited about this. There's also if Punk thinks he's going to come back in a majority of the, and like all the fans are going to be excited and love him and be like, oh, my God, no, 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 no. Because I know the CM Punk haters. They exist still. They're still out there and they will be at these shows. And I say jump on it before they even get the chance. Give them a reason to hate. You. Because, listen, I love Punk. Always have. He is such a better heel than a babyface He would tell you that himself. I remember when he was babyface in WWE back when he was in ECW and then he got called up and he was a babyface and then they wanted to turn him heel. And Vince was literally like, we're going to turn you heel. I don't know how it'll go, but, you know, it's a challenge. I want to see what you can do. And Punk laughed being like, what's the challenge? Because it's not. We joke about it all the time, but this man's hateable. It's he, one of the things that makes him polarizing. Dude, he is a ha- easily hateable
1: person. He says it on the Instagram post: "Love, hate, it's all the same thing. All the same, and it's going to continue to be the same when this
0: man comes back, and then wrestling will never be the same again." Yes, because like I said, wrestling when Punk is in it
1: is better. It's just better, and it's I d- what. It, that's I d- what it is, dude. I don't know what it means for my boys, FTR. But when I started chiming, uh, ringing the bell for FTR, loving FTR, being the you know asshole I am for FTR, they weren't good guys. I tell them all the time, it's weird that everybody cheers them now. Yeah. It's weird. I tell them whenever I get an opportunity, whenever I go to my meet and greets, it is weird. I love it for them. But, no, my FTR, oh, they wear black hats, brother. They don't wear white. You know, uh, and I am looking, if I get that opportunity, which I sincerely hope I do, I'm looking for my boys that wear black hats one more time. And guess what? You're going to be like, oh, he, he, he. no, I'm going to cheer them just as hard. And whatever they do to people, the people deserve is that how that's how yeah. it works with me. <laughs> like Again, enjoy this
0: enjoy the show while you can. Because I'm there's gonna be a good portion of you who are gonna be tired of our shit because we're just gonna be literally just some of the worst versions of ourselves because like especially if when Punk and F T R align to do shit, oh my God. Yeah. It's gonna be hell.
1: I mean this show might end might be called the CM Punk and FTR hour. CM FTR yeah. Hour. Yeah. All things CM F T R I don't know. No, uh, I will always do my best to, whenever the angle does not have anything to do with FTR CM Punk, I am going to be as unbiased as possible. Absolutely. But when it has something to do with those three people, don't expect that. that, that, that no, I am not a journalist. I, this is a fan podcast. I don't have to be. I don't have to be unbiased. I can be as biased as possible. And yes, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. But we talked about this. Austin has an early fight. So as much as I enjoy dancing on all of these people's graves, (laughs) we should move on at this point.
0: Yes, no, we're will. we going to move on. Like I said, we're going to be real quick with the AEW Dynamite that took place from the MGM Grand Garden Arena, the place where it all started um, in Las Vegas, Nevada. And we're going to quickly go through just a majority of the stuff. Um, As we all know, the show opened up with uh, an international championship match. Freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy versus Kyle Fletcher. Um, OC continuing to just carry that IC- that international championship uh, with pride. Leading into, of course, the fact that we now know um, all of the members of the international championship Blackjack Battle Royal taking place at Double or Nothing. Um, and we're going to get to that when we get to our predictions. Um, sure. But it was a great match to open things up um and yeah that was pretty much the, the, the one thing i wanted hey,
1: to say with uh, the match yeah hey, the, uh uh it's it's funny it's real it's real cool seeing kyle fletcher now as in when i saw him first he was like this really skinny scrawny dude and i was like oh dude he has to put on weight he didn't put on weight he put on a foot of height basically Seriously. and then he put on weight and now he is what he is and that was an excellent match and they, Aussie they, Open, too.
0: They had like a coming a, off of this. They're yeah. all
1: elite. Yeah, I was going to say a couple times, I actually thought they might go with Fletcher as the winner. But uh, OC did his thing and was great. But now, yeah, after the match, the biggest news of the week. I mean, the biggest news, the biggest signing, my favorite signing of 2023 for a, uh, AEW uh, Aussie Open. Uh, it's funny, now you got three of my top five tag teams under the same roof and i am really looking forward to it i even tweeted out we are one step closer one step closer to ftr versus aussie open 2 under the AEW umbrella which hopefully that means it's stateside and i actually get to be there live for it but yeah it's 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 a big pickup it's a big pickup Uh, AEW has always, from the beginning, said the tag team division was going to be important to them. Adding the hottest young tag team in the world just proves that it matters to them. Yeah, no question.
0: Um, We'll move quickly over, because there was a couple things. Um, uh, Ricky Starks got jumped by Bullet Club Gold. um, And uh, the only thing I got to comment on that is that seeing Jay White do Ricky's pose made me bust a gut honestly
1: oh he did it uh, like two or three times yeah yeah
0: just in case you missed it uh that was funny um jungle boy of course they had all the pillars basically talk for tonight leading into that match um the only thing i want to talk about is when we get to the main promo with the pillars um but we gotta get to your boys see uh ftr because they came out and they were talking trash on jeff jarrett and Jay lethal
1: until Dude. Martin Briscoe
0: came down to the ring.
1: That line about uh, "go back to uh, go back to what it was like your mom or so." Oh God, Shawn Rossap put it out, and I just I, I, I don't I'm not really good. The yeah. memory's not always what it should. I'm not be. talking
0: about your bitch of a wife. I'm talking yeah. about go, running back to Dixie Carter. Uh,
1: yes, yes, and it's uh, yeah. No, uh, it it was hard. He's like. N- the AEW is not going to be represented by TNA rejects. Is what he yes. said. That's the that was the money line. That was that was not nice. That was not oh. nice. And yeah, uh, yeah good stuff. It, it, it's un- they're underrated on the mic. FTR, I, I'm, they not, are. I'm not going to say they're the best in the world on the mic or whatever. I but they're very underrated, overlooked on the mic. Cash Index. You put them on the mic, they're going to shoot daggers. They're going to like dude, the intensity level of that promo put the intensity level of this uh feud on a whole different level. This is not going to yeah. be a wrestling match, and it's going to yeah. be a fight. <laughs> and then Mark
0: Briscoe came out basically being like the hell was Apollo driver about and he's like I couldn't see and Dex, and, da- and Mark was like are you serious that's your that's your excuse uh to which uh Mark sl- just sl- slaps Dax in the face and then I- <laughs> All of a sudden you see Jeff Jarrett, Sanjay Dutt, and Jay Lethal, and even Karen Jarrett. And he just comes and just starts pushing everybody out of the way. And then he's just like, goes to Jay and goes like, you're my boy, but I'm getting tired of this shit. And just like grabs him by the face and shoves him. Basically being like, if you think Mark is going to be picking sides, you're stupid.
1: Dude, dude, I was like, I I hope Dax used the bathroom before he came out because he got the shit slapped out of him right there. I was like, dude, that was that was crazy. That was crazy, and I was like, oh, dude, he's gonna mess him up. And then Cash was trying to trying to be peacekeeper, which is you know seems the seem the role it seems like he plays, you know, period. And so no, I was I'm looking forward to that uh, going forward. Uh, I don't know where this is going to end up. I don't know how it's going to end, uh, but it really did elevate my excitement for this match.
0: For sure. Um, then we move over to uh, the one thing I want to say after that is because we saw another uh, uh, open house match, which is cool, uh, but MJF got it in the ring made talk about how the pillars are not just a part of aew we are aew because
1: we no one knew who we were who we
0: all were four years ago and now we have beaten the best uh, but he's like look i'm sick of the contract i'm kind of sick of this pl- this place I'm, s- I'm sick of the lack of competition i'm not getting respect tony knows uh your boy's contract's coming up so you should be worried that i might just take my ball and go home and let's not forget, this man was trying to get on a plane, it seemed like, last year at Double or Nothing. So we know this man is – he's talking. Um, Darby Allen came out, uh, cut a pretty good promo. Not not the best promo I've heard from Darby, but a pretty good one, I would say. Um, being like, you know, I people told me to play it safe, but I'm not a puppet. You can't tell me how to live my life. I want to be the face of AEW to do that. I need to be the world champion. I'm going to take your title, and I might even do it with a headlock takeover. Darby gets kicked in the dick, uh, and then MJF is about to get the dynamite diamond ring and blast uh, Darby with it. But Sammy Guevara comes out, and Max just runs out. Then Jungle Boy comes out, clotheslines MJF, and then he picks up the triple B, holds it, and raises it above his head. So, Jungle Boy, you just cursed yourself. Good job. See? It's like, dude, the hell is you doing? The hell is you doing picking that thing up? I, Just I, look, like the hell is you doing?
1: So everybody kind of did their final promo during this before yes. the show, and I thought they were solid. I thought I'm gonna be like I'm. I think I'm always gonna be like Jungle Boy is better in the pre-recorded things, right? Yeah. I, I. I and this is me speaking completely as a fan, not anyone that speaks inside. I don't think he understands or has found who his character is yet.
0: That's the thing. It's just, I, 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 honest to God, dude, I like Jungle Boy a lot. I do. But you take away, you take away Luchasaurus, you take away Jurassic Express. And this dude, like, I know they're trying so hard to get the Jack Perry, like, side of things. Like, not just calling him Jungle Boy and all that kind of stuff. But he doesn't know
1: what that is. He I doesn't know yeah. who that is. So, and it's funny. I had to thought. John Cena cut this terrible, scathing promo on uh, Austin Theory. Yeah, that. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And He's like, "When you talk, I don't believe you." That's Jungle Boy to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, yeah, I, I, I think they have the same problem.
1: Yeah, it's like, like it's, they're they're almost there. Yeah, and it's like I can tell you the Pillars match on the Pillars match on Sunday is going to be amazing. It's one of my most anticipated matches. It's, but like... it, might be, it might be the match of the year. It might be the greatest four-way you've ever seen. Because I don't question any of those four people when it comes to what they can do in between those ropes. <laughs> but wrestling, a lot of times, like to get to that next level, you have to have a character. I know who MJF is. I know who Darby Allen is, dude. I, like, when I
0: tell you right now, yeah. when I tell you right now, sorry to interrupt though. When right. I tell you right now, one of the most scathing lines that uh, MJF had in his segment, uh, ca- talking about the pro the pillars, is when he said, "I could just lock, uh, I could just lo- lock uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry in a hyperbolic chamber while he talks to nothing and just ends up boring himself to death."
1: Exactly, and I'm not, I'm not saying every wrestler I liked. Had to be the greatest promo. My one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, he who must not be named. Not a great promo at all. But I knew who his character was, right? I don't know who Jungle Boy's character is. We'll find out. Hopefully, this is something that fix. You know, I mean, he feels like he has his solid fan base of supporters, and everybody's he like, does. he's gonna be that guy, and it's just like. But they're not really pushing him as somebody that's gonna be that guy. They're kind of pushing him as somebody that's close to being that guy now. And I just like, you maybe you are, but I don't know who that guy is.
0: Right. Like again, I I think he's he's getting there. Yeah. But being in a world title match,
1: it's, it's there's fun. there's
0: expectations <laughs> that come with that.
1: Yes, and you have three people, three other people that are confident in who their characters are, and it has put a magnifying glass, a spotlight on how unconfident in your character you are.
0: Yeah. Well, then also, too, <laughs> when you have when you have two of them that have actually, you know, done stuff with singles titles in AEW, Yeah. and then Jungle Boy has not. So, like, yes, he, he was a tag team champion, and he won the Casino Battle Royal. This man has not won a singles title, and, like, the other three have. So he really needed to make himself stand out. And I think in the buildup, like, again, I think Sammy's more believable at this point. And I like Sammy, too. But Jungle Boy should be leaps and bounds better than Sammy. But, again, I don't want a dog on the guy. I, honest to God, do. Like, if you no, think no. I don't like him, I, yeah. if you think I don't like him, then, like, I, you're not listening. I do like Jungle Boy, but I just I want him to find something. Yeah, I think the moment he does ship will just click like that because everything else is there. Yeah, the, so- the entrance is there. The song is there. The fucking look is there and the wrestling is there. Just yeah. figure out who you are. It's that simple. But moving off of that, one thing I want to say too, real quick. Shout out to Lady Frost. I, I, I shouted her out last week about how good she did on Ring of Honor, and she got to wrestle Taya Valkyrie uh, on Dynamite this week. So glad that I got to see that happen. But, you know, it didn't last too long because Jade Cargo came down uh, for that. Um, but now we have to move quickly into the contract signing with Chris Jericho and Adam Cole. Quite possibly. I mean, it was the highlight of the night. No question about it. This, of course, the unsanctioned match was being signed for Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole, a double or nothing. And Adam Cole was like, how? I wondered why for weeks, why you did what you did. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. You made me watch as Britt was beaten with a kendo stick over and over and over again while you directed traffic. Maybe it's just because you're a scumbag. But here's the thing. We're going to find out on Sunday if you can walk because I'm going to break your legs. We're going to find out if you can still talk because I'm going to break your jaw. We're going to find out if you're going to be able to write. And you better sign that paper now because I'm going to break your hand. And Jericho then re-rolls the footage from Pittsburgh of Brit being the, getting the shit kicked out of her. It's like, goes through it again. What kind of man would allow the love of his life to get beaten up mere inches? That was you. You could have stopped that, but you're a coward and you didn't but I'm going to knock your teeth down your throat. You can't beat the Ocho. And there's, again, once again, you're getting outsmarted. No rules. There's five of us and two of you pointing at him and Roderick Strong. And he's like, yeah, it's okay. But I called to someone who lived, lives right here in Las Vegas, and he's crazier than all of the JAS combined. And he goes, who's crazier than the JAS? Homicidal. Genocidal. Suicidal. Sabu. Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Let me tell you right now. (laughs) This is so rude. Getting rid of Bobby Fish. And now, like, when eventually we get Kyle O'Reilly back. You put in Sabu for Undisputed Era. Bobby Fish, your replacement just, like, fucking outclassed you in ten seconds. Where's the lie? (laughs) That's all I'm saying, but for real, unreal seeing Sabu come out, immediately grabs a chair and chucks it uh, at, um, yeah, he chucks it at, I think it was at Daniel Garcia, I'm pretty sure, Um, it was unreal, so having Sabu in the corner of Adam Cole for this unsanctioned match, like, that's incredible, like, that's insane, what a fucking pull they got to get him to show up for this and be able to be in Adam Cole's corner adds so much fuel to this. And also, again, Adam Cole, dude, just outstanding. I'm so I'm so psyched that I finally get to meet him because he's been one of my favorites for so long. It's not just because his name is Austin too, but this dude is just so good at what he does. And I'm he makes you care so easily. It's just so easy to care whenever he's in a storyline it just it's that simple. And then you add Sabu in there for an unsanctioned match. Oh my god. I'm so freaking excited. So, Floyd, go ahead and give your thoughts on this. Uh
1: okay. So, I want I got actually you know, in the weird position. I've actually called a match from Sabu uh that he was in on our local indie, right? Yeah. And to say that I called a match this, in this little Vita FW hall to I'm going to be seeing him perform in front of about 10,000 people on Sunday in the last two years. Yeah, the come up. That's a pretty good come up, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. And honestly, I had heard like a few months ago, I'm not really good with the time, that like he was like on his deathbed and now he's walking out and he looks like he's ready to throw chairs in people's faces. So, I'm very excited about Sunday. I don't know what this means. I don't know if we're going to get KOR. There's a lot of questions about what is going to happen uh, this weekend. And I just think it added a different level to this match because, I mean, Jericho did the thing. He did the thing. He called it out. What everybody does in the street fight. You know, why don't you just bring your five people? Because Jericho's like, dude, we're just going to be five of us and two of you. Right? Exactly. And it's like, yeah, we don't have to worry about it. He's like, dude. No, don't think I didn't think of that. I am not a stupid face. I mm-hmm. am a face that actually, I've been a hill. I understand how the game works. So y- you got the numbers, but I got the crazy on my side. And sometimes crazy is the balance that you need. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Oh, I'm so gassed about that. Um, Roderick Strong then proceeded to, uh, in the next segment, pin Daniel Garcia to give momentum for that. But then, main event time. The Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles were on the line between the Lucha Brothers and the Blackpool Combat Club with Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Wheeler, Yuta. This was built off of what happened in Detroit, so Claudio basically got his tag title match uh, that he won in the uh, Double Jeopardy match in Detroit. Um, And this was a a pretty dang good match. But then, as uh, Phoenix is proceeding to uh, get get, uh, uh, some momentum and Alex Abrahantes is distracting the referee... Young Bucks come from out from under the ring, hold on to Claudio, pulling him outside of the ring while they double team on Wheeler Yuta and pin him. And then the young bucks run off into the crowd as Moxley and Danielson come down and just start screaming. Basically, you think, you know, violence, you don't know a damn thing. We are going to give you the most vicious match with anarchy in the arena too against these, against the elite. Um, and again, it's going to be so exciting um I also especially loved how they were scolding uh Wheeler Yuta and basically just grilling him uh, for messing up because it really does seem like they like again they 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 grilled the shit out of each other for mistakes and they because they want them to be the best. They don't want them to be amateurs as I've said. Um I think it's a great way to lead off the show um because uh again it's one of the most exciting matches to look forward to for double or nothing. They just put out a shirt actually with the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite for Anarchy in the Arena with shit's about to hit the fan, which I'm so glad that they use that for the shirt. I'm going to get that because I'm pretty sure they'll have that at the arena and it'll have an I was there. I want it so bad. Like, it looks... So cool. So simplistic. It looks amazing. I want it so, so, so bad.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. And it's like where my section is. I just looked and I was like, I was just a little bit over from it last night. So, I mean, last year. So they're going to be fighting like right in front of me. Yeah. We're, we're upper bowl this time, but we
0: got front row upper bowl. So I will take that. Um, But we were right. We were literally right next to Danielson when he came down from last year's Anarchy in the Arena. I -hmm. can't be jealous. I can't be greedy and be like oh i didn't get this time this year it's like same thing with this like like i said unfortunately i'm not going to be able to be at united center uh for collision because i'm just not going to be able to get the time off um but it is what it is we were there for Uh, the first time yeah exactly again i i never i can't be greedy like this like again yeah the first time was i don't know how i managed to get those tickets and then i saw him in his first match at all in which is still the best wrestling pay-per-view I have ever seen. I can't be like, again, I'm not going to be greedy. I'm going to take what I have. I'm going to run with it and I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be accepting of what I got. It's that simple.
1: And I'm just, I'm happy like that, you know, it's in good hands. I mean, the ticket's still sold whether we're there or not. And that's that's where you want AEW to be. So, you know, when it's doing its best, you want it to sell whether you buy a ticket or not. Exactly. And they sell and buy whether we buy tickets or not. And that's great.
0: Yeah. But that was AEW Dynamite Las Vegas um for Rampage. You're gonna see Ethan Page and the guns in action. Big Bill and Lee Moriarty face off against best friends. Britt Baker and Hikaru Shida will team up to face Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir. And we get LFI versus the acclaimed. Um and then the only things that they've announced for double uh for uh have they did they, they didn't announce anything for next week's uh double or nothing I mean next week's Dynamite, did they? Nothing like that. Just oh um, no matches. no no
1: no. I did yeah I, I yeah I don't think they were setting up for dynamite at all.
0: Good okay. So now we can go ahead and we can preview double or nothing and give our predictions. So we uh, first. I think the first thing that we can lead off with is the the international championship blackjack battle royal. We now know the full list of competitors, all twenty one of them. So of course you have Orange Cassidy, the champion, as uh, who's the 21 um but jay white ricky starks ron cage juice robinson swerve strickland keith lee lucha bros uh dustin rhodes butcher and blade bandito uh and then big bill tony niece best friends kip sabian Arya davari um and then i'm blanking on some of the other ones i think is that lee is it is it uh Lee Moriarty and then, uh, yeah. and then, uh, is it Vikango or is no, is it, uh, Commander, Commander, Commander. Commander. That was the one thing I got to say. Honest to God. And it's being greedy still.
1: Where is Vikango? Where is Vikango? He's wrestling at GCW tomorrow night. Or to, I know. At this point, it's tonight he's wrestling exactly. at gcw
0: i i know i knew he had other bookings but i would have loved to see him in this match that's it, all i'm saying you know they, I throw, get it.
1: they throw in a secret person every now and then so but
0: it, they do yeah but yeah, yeah considering they've already given all 21 people that are in the match i think we're pretty set in stone with that oh. but and again it's fine it's it is what it is and and the gc gcw getting him is awesome though, i will
1: say i want to be i want to be upfront. i usually say if i am not right I will uh say I-, I will forget about it, but when you find out that you were wrong before the moment even happens, huh? I was like, "Well, Osprey's gonna win it, yeah, yeah." He's in super strong style sixteen this week in the UK, so yeah, I don't think he can win it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah, think so. I-, I don't, I don't, I don't, th- I don't think that's actually, you know. I mean, unless he like loses a super strong style 16 like today and then (laughs) flies in. But no, I don't think it's possible for him to win because Will Ospreay is one of the best athletes I've ever seen in professional wrestling. But I don't think he can be in two places at once. No. I think that goes against his powers at that point. Maybe Hologram Will Osprey wins the Battle Royal, maybe. I don't know how you do that. No, no, it was just hilarious when I saw that. I was like, damn, I'm wrong before, the, I'm wrong before Dynamite even starts. Exactly. Because <laughs> he was in, you know, California on, like, Sunday. He, was thinking, hey, he just won. It was like, oh, you just stay for a week and show up to Double or Nothing. Oh no. Exactly. It's not a long trip. Yeah, yeah. No no no. No. That's that's not going to happen. Wrong already. So that's fun. And, yep. Hey, it's hey, you know, like if a if hey, if I didn't know that and at least had that moment of hope, that would have be been great. But you know, before before even Dynamite started, I was like, "Oh, that's what happens when you don't pay attention to wrestling schedules." Yeah. <laughs> so
0: yeah. Seriously.
1: No, but uh, um, but
0: I I feel like um at least my prediction is that OC retains, but I'm going to add one on top of that. I think that the final two, um, I think the final two actually will be uh, Jay
1: White and Orange Cassidy. That would be cool. Uh, I, 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 okay. So if I had to pick my winners, like I would go swerve, would be one. And then Jay White would be too, because to me, if somebody's gonna win, take the title off of them in a battle royal, it would have to be a heel. You know what I mean? It's like right. someone that literally doesn't care. But if you're thinking math wise, you know, like how battle royals always work out, that means Juice, Juice, Switch, and Ricky are gonna eliminate each other, right? Mm-hmm. And then Keith Lee and Swerve. One of them is going to eliminate the other. Since Swerve has Brian Cage with him, I imagine Brian Cage takes out Keith Lee, whatever. I don't know. If you're thinking battle royal terms. So I'm thinking the last two. Yeah, it's probably going to be... It's going to be Switch. I mean, it's going to be O.C. I could see Big Bill. Ooh, mm-hmm. O.C. and Kip Ooh. Sabian kip sabian that's, there you go all right because yeah, right. he was kind of stalking him and he wanted the title but i just like if you're thinking about everybody that's in their little feuds with each other it's like yeah that's kip sabian might be it but we'll see yeah but i it you know i'm going with the safe pick of orange cassidy winning
0: as am i um we have christian cage versus wardlow in a tnt championship ladder match And I see Christian Cage taking this thing. The man is versed in ladder matches. And I think it helps with having a dinosaur in your corner. I think that definitely helps. Um, And I think him taking the TNT title, I like Wardlow. I do. But Christian taking the title, immediately. People care. It's just how that's going to work. And I honestly think that. And he will be vicious, making fun of everyone's dads. He's got a weird thing about that. But it'll be amazing. We'll keep that whole thing going.
1: Christian Cage, your new TNT Championship. I am going okay. going with Warlow to win, and uh, I'm And I'm going with Arn Anderson giving Christian the spine buster at some point.
0: I mean, that would be cool. But n- I'm just saying.
1: I think Warlow takes I'm out. Thinking Luchas- about,
0: I'm thinking about titles like being improved.
1: Yeah, I think Warlow takes out. Uh, Warlow takes out Chris- uh, Luchasaurus and then Arn sneaks in the ring like he has done before, lines up Christian, gives him a spine buster, and then Wardlow goes up and grabs the ladder. I do, I, I mean, ask me who I want to win? Probably Christian. I, I honestly do think it makes the TNT title more interesting. I, I really do. But it's just like, Christian and MJF are kind of the same person. You know? Like, all right, the, the right. over-the-top heel, and it's just like, there should be only room for one super over the top heel at the top. Right now, that's MJF. All
0: right. Fair enough. <laughs> um then we move over. Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter for the AEW Women's Championship. Um now I do like how the outcasts have been improved significantly, but I still think that this is Jamie Hader's title to retain. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm sticking with Jamie Hayter.
1: I don't know if this match happens, really, because Jamie's hurt, and they've that been very open about her being hurt. That is very yeah, true. I, I like maybe maybe there. I hope it happens. I think Jamie and Tony would put on a great match. I hope it happens, but I don't know how the storyline works out if the match happens. If the match happens, I think the only way to go is Tony Storm winning. Yeah, that, that is, I again I get you there for sure because uh, um, the outcast needs there. They're good, and they're great, but you looking at damage. Look at damage control in the WWE, right? Right. As soon as Bailey didn't beat Bianca, it's like, why are they a group anymore? Right. If Tony Storm doesn't beat Jamie, why are they even a group anymore? Right. That's that's how I'm taking it.
0: No, I, I get that honestly. Um, we then will move over. Then I guess I, I do hope Jamie Hayter is healthy to be able to wrestle because I would like to see that still. Um, Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie first for the uh, TBS title. Um,
1: it's I I can't see Jade not winning this honestly. I just can't. I, I like to me it's past Jade winning. I think it's all about Chris statlander coming back after the match. same. That's. Please, I think that I, th- I think that the I think the aliens music hits and it's all about Chris Statlander coming back after the match. I might be like I very very might be wrong, but Taya Valkyrie reeks of holdover. Yes, next loss, next she reeks of being number sixty. That's what she reeks of.
0: There you go. <sighs> yeah, honestly, honestly, but we then move over to House of Black versus the
1: acclaimed. For okay. the trios title. So we don't know if this match is official. I want to be clear. Yes. The acclaimed won their match on Rampage. Spoiler. Sorry if you watch it. Uh they won their match and then they said they were going to challenge House of Black. It has not been announced. It might not it might be announced tonight, but because we're not doing we're doing the show before Rampage, we kinda got to guess. Right. I think it's gonna be a match. It might even be the pre show match. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah.
0: What, it might be that case, I think. Yeah, because yeah.
1: you, you want to get the crowd hot. You have Max come out, do his rap, call the, the House of Black Creepy and all that stuff. They do their entrance, the black lights and all that stuff. That's how you get some extra people to buy the pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For real, for real. Um, then we have Chris Jericho versus Adam Cole in the unsanctioned match. Ugh, this is a tough one for me, honestly. I think because I think like, I think Jericho needs a win. That's the thing, though, is that he's done nothing but I, people I, I, over I love, this year. I love I love Adam Cole, and he's done so so well. But Chris Jericho,
1: dude, I just I want. He's done nothing but people people over. He put Ryan that's Strong the I over. Think,
0: I think he, this is a feud that, like, honestly, like, while it does seem like the unsanctioned match would be the payoff,
1: I don't think we're done here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I see Jericho winning this match.
1: Yeah, I think I he, I think he needs to win because once you once you keep putting everybody over, it stops being special. Once you keep losing, beating you stops being special. Yeah. So I mean, Jericho has literally put like lost every rivalry he's been in this year. He needs to win a match.
0: He does. So I I, I would I would go ahead and I would agree with that. So I would say. Yeah, Chris Jericho for that one. Going over now, FTR versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. If you so much as even sneeze with the idea of putting the AEW tag team titles on old-ass Jeff Jarrett, I ought to slap you, it's
1: FTR. I mean, I think they have done a brilliant job in booking this in a way where you believe FTR can lose. I think I think they the goal was to build doubt and I think they have. It's literally right now, it's gonna you got Sottenham, you got Jay Lethal, you got Sun Jay, you got Jeff Jarrett, and you got Karen Jarrett versus FTR. So technically it's five on two, right? Then you got Briscoe and you don't know where it goes. So technically it could end up being six on two, right? So yeah. it's like you, the doubt on whether FTR can win is right there if you want to do that. So you got five on two right now. So I think they've done a brilliant job. And uh, they, I think they've done a brilliant job in building that doubt. So I don't know. I, I don't think there's any way in Sam Hell, Jeff Jarrett, and Jay Liesel can win. I think it's FTR all the way. But they've done a great job building up the doubt.
0: They have done a good job. Then, the Elite, Blackpool Combat Club, Anarchy in the Arena 2. This one is interesting for me. Because, since it's the United Elite, where we have Hangman Page back in there, I feel like it's going to be the safe bet to go with the Elite. I think just because it'll be the first time we have all the four back Together, see,
1: and I almost feel the exact opposite. I I don't know, man. How my like mind's going man. the elites. I'm going Blackpool Combat Club with Don Callis being the difference. Maybe that is even, very true. Maybe even uh, Takesha, even though I don't oh really him. I don't want him to be a heel right now. I don't either. He's such a lovable person. I want to go have Cinnabon with him.
0: Don't turn him heel, please. Yes,
1: Takesha, if you're listening to us, I'm in Vegas this weekend. Let's go have some Cinnabon. But um, I don't want to turn him heel, but I just feel like Don Callis and Tekesha, because he kind of just kind of went away, they're going to have something (laughs) to do with the end of this match.
0: I do think they will have something to do with it. I just don't know if it's going to cause the... uh everything to go the way that they think it's going to go. I I think I'm still pretty safe in picking the Elite. I could be very wrong on this, but I think I'm pretty still... I think I'm still setting my ways in that. Then, four pillars world title four-way. MJF, Darby Allin, Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy. I mean, you're keeping it on MJF. I mean... Because the right answer is you keep it on MJF until CM Punk wins the damn thing off of him. That's what you're that's what you're building towards let's be honest here but yeah uh,
1: yeah i i mean i i i love darby i I've i long too, stated yeah. he's one of my favorite wrestlers in aw singles wrestlers i love sammy i'm on always be on sammy g's side his come up and where he's come from has been amazing uh you know jungle boy is jungle boy i i like i said I, I always i will say this about jungle boy i am not decided on him i am undecided I don't know where I am right now. I'm not feeling him, but you know, he could always turn that around. Uh, But MJF is the guy right now. It's like when you're trying to build the new generation of AEW, the face of the new generation of AEW is MJF. He has to keep this belt. Now I have it in my head, my fantasy booking, this is all fantasy booking, all rampant speculation out of nowhere. That's MJF wins the match. He's standing in the ring, you know, so just to have survived the fatal four way being the dick that he is. And then you hear that scratch. And then you hear that music and me and Austin go fucking nuts. Yes. And just like double the nothing ended last year with CM Punk on the ramp. It ends this year with CM Punk on the ramp.
0: Dude, if you let him, just oh just to give confirmation that yes, he will be there in the United Center, let his return be at T-Mobile Arena. Let it happen. Let it let it happen. Just let him return. Like he'd have a reason to be there too. Cause isn't the Vegas Golden Knights, aren't they playing Dallas? When are they playing Dallas? They like play in the next home game.
1: I was gonna say they just played. They
0: just played in Dallas to keep the series alive. So I think the
1: the game is Saturday in Vegas, I believe. I'm not sure.
0: It's going to be... Yeah, because next game is Saturday, and it's in Vegas. He has a reason. He has an absolute reason to be there. So he could watch playoff hockey. Watch playoff hockey on Saturday, then show up at Double or Nothing and make me happy. That's fine. That's all I want. Just do it, please it would oh. be so good. Then I don't have to be sad that I'm going to miss collision.
1: So they have At a the playoff, United... they have a playoff uh hockey game on Saturday night. On Saturday, yeah. Yeah. Uh oh, you already have plans Saturday night. Dude, I'm I have zero nothing to do. I might go drop my stuff up in my room and go watch a playoff hockey game. Dude, I've dude never, I
0: mean, it's I've, yeah, it's gonna be crazy.
1: I've never seen a hockey game. Ever. Oh, like live. Dude. But
0: I will say, I will say firmly too. This will be like getting off topic for a split second. Um, I say this firmly because I know hockey is one of the least popular sports in in the states. Um, but the hardcore fans of hockey are hardcore. It's like you don't have hardcore fans of baseball. I feel like I, I mean you do, but they're not. They don't pack out like they do for for hockey. And I say this firmly for people who aren't like huge into hockey, go to a game. And if you can go to a playoff game. Dude, the atmosphere is unmatched. It is unmatched. Because the games, they just go by so fast. They're so entertaining. There's nothing more exhilarating than when a goal, you get a goal and then just the fucking elation that you get, dude. It's so much fun. I love going to Red Wings games. Uh, I would absolutely recommend, dude, if you if you can make that happen, that'd be a fucking blast.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to check it out. So we're gonna see, but yeah, I was just like, dude, that'd be kind of cool if I could um somehow. I like literally, I we've talked about how I have zero plans Saturday night, so yeah, yeah, see how that works.
0: Yeah, Sydney's gonna be at the heels event, so we're kind of locked until she gets out of her heels event. Ah, uh, I can, I can imagine. <laughs> so, so yeah, but that right there is our predictions, our preview for Double or Nothing. I'm so gassed and so hyped about it i know you i'm pretty sure because we've said you me sydney the whole fam um and my boy jared who's gonna be back in vegas he, we literally took him to his first ever AEW show with double or nothing last year and he's back in vegas once again to see it with us um so i'm so excited i get to meet up with him again i think we, uh, we i've told you and i've said like we're gonna go because we're gonna literally just walk towards the t-mobile arena Grab some like hard rock cafe, like full mass, like full, uh, like fat ass masa style, get hard cock cafe, like go that whole shit. Uh, and we'll make that happen. And, uh, uh, and then we'll head to the arena after that.
1: Oh, crazy. Yeah, no, no, I'm just gonna, dude, I'm just like, dude, uh, like I said, I'm keeping it open, but, uh, that Sunday, yeah, I'm going to roll with y'all. I'm excited i'm gassed dude. I like i said it it's too. gonna be
0: so fun just to have all of us together again and just meeting up with everybody like i said last time i was there dude you you gave me a punk chair you gave me a fucking punk chair that i still have right next to me
1: dude it was like when he won the title and it was good and it was over and i, I looked at crystal and i'm like because of course i don't need two chairs I and mean, crystal's chair is in essence my chair yep. i was like uh and someone asked me to sell it, and I was like, "No, nah, this." I looked at Crystal, and I was like, "It's spoken for." I'm like, "We're giving it to Austin." She's like, "We're giving it to Austin." She knew she, I, that's it. And there was no doubt in my mind. I was like, "It wasn't like it's like, yeah, we're giving it to Austin." So I knew it would mean the most to you, you know? Oh well, like, my, and it did,
0: dude. It did. It, it honestly got. Yeah. It.
1: So now, like, you have the you have the chair from when all uh, like when when Punk won the title. Like like I said, I wish. There was a chance where Cody had won the world title, but when he does win the WWE title, or if he ever it does and like if I'm in the building, I'm going home with a chair that night. It's there's no doubt about it. You know what I mean? I need that chair. So uh yeah. I'm glad I could make that happen. All
0: right. Well that is gonna do it though. The the for this episode of All Things Elite. Um I'm gonna go straight to bed so that way I can be able to get up for my flight the next morning um yeah i, but I yeah
1: i land in vegas in what 16 hours something like right? that dude. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna okay. be pretty
0: close it's gonna be pretty close to the same i think for us too but again guys continue to download this show on google or apple podcast and also you listen to us on spotify wherever you choose to listen to us give us a share with your friends family coworkers, whoever you wish also, leave a rating and a review and follow us on Twitter at AT Elite Pod on Twitter. Don't forget about at Social Suplex, who are the guys that make this show possible. And you can check out all the other shows they have on their network, including a New Japan show and all different types of uh, podcasts that you will enjoy. I am at Austin Sumowitz, S-Z-U-M-O-W-I-C-Z. Floyd is at Floyd Johnson Jr. on Twitter. And as we prepare to head to Vegas for Double or Nothing, I will let my good buddy Floyd take us home for this episode of All Things Elite.
1: On this coming Memorial Day weekend, one of my favorite weekends of the year, because it is AEW Wrestling weekend. I wish uh, all all the veterans of past and current. I wish them all uh, a happy Memorial Day if that's a thing, but you know, a respectful Memorial Day. Uh, I just want y'all, everybody to go out, have as much fun, spend time with your family, grill, eat some terrible food, have some good dessert so we can all get back to work on Tuesday after Memorial Day is over. But love each other, tell your people that they matter to you, give them big hugs. When you see me at the show, Get us a picture so we can post it on the social medias. Cause this is what this is what I live for. I live for people. I I I live for these moments. I live for this. So I hope that you feel that energy off of it and everybody has a positive weekend. So get out, love each other. And with that, I will leave you how I always leave you. Whether it is home, work, or school, always do your best to be a